Well, hello, my name is Carrie Hope Fletcher and welcome to Prattle and Pages. For those of you who have no idea who I am, because why would you? My name is Carrie Hope Fletcher. I'm an actress, author and vlogger. Um, if you go to the theatre at all um, or have been to the theatre in the last seven years and you happened to see Lamers, The Adams Family, Heather's The Musical, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang on tour, um, you may have seen my face my big round moon face, you might have seen it up on the stage. Um, musical theatre has been something that I've been hugely passionate about ever since I was a child. I have wanted to be in musical theatre um, pretty much all my life, ever since I knew what a musical was, <laughs> which was when I was about three years old and I discovered Les Miserables. Um, ever since then, I have just wanted to be on stage and to act and sing in front of an audience. And I'm very lucky that I have ended up doing that with my life. Um, and I just couldn't wish for a better job. It genuinely makes my soul very, very happy. But aside from that, I am also an avid reader. I am also an author. Um, and I've been writing and reading ever since I was a kid. My most uh, memorable story from when I was a child was called The Command of the Fire. Um, and it's now in a fire. I burnt it. So don't ask to read it because no one can. It's gone. It's long gone. And I'm, I'm hoping that what I've written since then as an adult was better than that bobbins. But um, yes, I've written a few books as an adult, but uh, I sort of lost my passion for reading for a little while. Partly because I moved out of my parents' house when I was 22 um, into a little one-bedroom flat that I loved. I painted it purple immediately because that was my favourite colour at the time. Um, every shade of purple you could possibly imagine it found its way into my flat somehow. The aim was that people would walk into my flat and be disgusted by how me it was. Like I wanted their faces to twist and gurn and go, ugh, it's so you. Um, and I think I achieved that. But the problem was that the flat was so small that it had one bookshelf um, and I couldn't take all of my books with me. So they stayed at my parents' house. Um, and then when I moved into my house, uh, renovations, that were meant to take 10 weeks, took seven months. Um, so all of my books stayed in uh, boxes in the garage for a very, very long time, even after we moved in because I just didn't have any shelving built. But that was up until about two months ago, new bookshelves were built by a fellow actor, actually, a guy called Dan McKinley, who was in Book of Mormon with my boyfriend, who is now a carpenter or a joiner. Um, and he's ridiculously amazing. So thanks, Dan. If you happen to be listening to this, you won't. But thanks anyway. I'll just put that out into the universe and hope hope that he feels it in his heart. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the bookshelves are now filled and all of a sudden I am reading at lightning speed and I'm loving it. I'm having the best time. And I thought, what's the best way for me to talk about these books? Now, I have a YouTube channel and uh, I have been talking about books over the last couple months on my YouTube channel. However, my book videos don't do as well as my other videos because I feel like my audience on YouTube um, have joined my little community on YouTube because of musical theatre. They are there to see the behind the scenes stuff. And whilst there is a, you know, a little cross section of people who love both musical theatre and books, um, it's a it's a small a small cross section, so I thought where could I talk about books 
and sort of review books in the best way. And I decided a podcast was that. Um, I have a podcast, um, and I say have, present tense, uh, with my friend Celinda Schoenmaker. She is Dutch, and I cannot say her surname any other way than that. We have a podcast called Wonder Women, um, but we haven't recorded anything for about two years, um, partly because of the pandemic, partly because uh, we are both very busy people, um, and getting our schedules in sync was near impossible. Um, but we have plans to start it up again. It will come back. Um, but I thought, if I'm going to do a podcast, you know, it might be nice to have the spontaneous guest every now and again, but it would be nice just to do my own thing and not have to rely on lots of other people being in the right place at the right time. Um, because I feel like that's when I will stop being motivated to do this. So if you don't mind, this will just be me, but every now and again, there might be a, a random guest here and there as a little surprise. But something that makes me the most excited about reading is the fact that I genuinely think it's magic. I I love the idea of magic. I love, um, you know, I'm a very big Disney fan because of the whole sort of magical element to Disney. Um, but do I genuinely believe that magic exists? Do I believe that there are fairies and pixies and witches and wizards? I'm inclined to say no. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be proved wrong. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I do genuinely think that magic exists in certain ways that we tend to not ignore, but just not acknowledge it for the magic that it truly is. And I genuinely think that books are one of those things. Um, I also think that there's magic to be had in just the most bizarre coincidences that crop up in in life. Um, I genuinely think that that's a type of magic that we have in our universe. Like, for instance, I um, was told recently um, by someone who, who messaged me, I can't actually remember how this story came up, but someone told me that the last three generations of women in their family, so her, her mother and her grandmother, were all born on exactly the same day. That, in my eyes, is magic. That's the universe having a proper laugh. Like, I love that. Um, and I genuinely think that magic exists in books. I cannot begin to explain what happens to me when I read a book and it's so good that I forget that I'm just sat on my sofa at home reading a chopped up tree covered in ink. <laughs> I forget completely that I am Carrie from South Harrow, <laughs> who's 28, and suddenly I'm believing that I am Daisy Jones from the USA, from the 60s. <laughs> and I think that's genuinely a type of magic. Um, I, I think the fact that we can sit there and sob our hearts out over something that we've read um, because it's making us feel something so intensely or, you know, a book is written so well that we can actually see what's happening in our own heads that it makes us emote to the point where someone has to lean over on the train and say, excuse me, do you need a tissue? I think that's just genius. I think it's magic. I genuinely think it's magic and I cannot stress that enough. Have I said the word magic enough? <laughs> so if you hadn't guessed... I really love reading. I really love books. However, reviewing books is a very new thing for me. I tend not to review books, 
because I like talking about things that I like. And if I read something that I don't like, I tend to just not talk about it because I don't want to waste energy on it. Um, and I've, I don't think that will be the case here because I am very easily pleased when it comes to works of fiction, whether that's musicals, TV, books. Um, and I think it's because I'm involved in aspects of all of it that I know just how much goes into creating something, whether it's for me or not. And because it's all art, it's subjective. So if I don't like something, chances are there's going to be literally millions of people who do. So who am I to tell them they shouldn't? Or to just pass judgment and comment on it? <laughs> um, I'm just a very firm believer in only spending energy and time on things that make me happy, that I enjoy. Um, so that's what I'm going to continue to do here. However... I am going to review and I am going to talk a little bit more in depth about books here on Prattle and Pages. I have a bookstagram that is also called Prattle and Pages, um, but because it's Instagram and I can't do IGTV, it scares the heebie-jeebies out of me. No, it doesn't. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. That's what I mean. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, um, I just don't... I don't I'm, I, I'm starting to sound like... <sighs> granny carry here but i just don't i don't understand igtv at all i don't i don't get it i don't understand it asmr right here um so yeah i thought i'd stick to bookstagram for just the, you know the, the cute little shelf pictures the shelfies i'll just stick to bookstagram for that and start a podcast why not why not this is very spontaneous i decided this tonight to do this so i'm gonna give it my best shot um, although you won't hear this until I've got a decent amount of episodes to go because I don't want to be that person who goes, hey, I'm starting something. And then four months later, you're like, hey, where's that thing you started? And I'm like, yeah. and then it just never continues. Um, so the five star rating is going to work slightly differently. I'm not just arbitrarily handing out stars willy nilly. Let's not be silly here. I have five questions that I'm going to ask myself about each book. And depending on whether the answer is positive or negative, a yes or a no, I will give the book a star. These questions are, do I like the cover? Hard to tell on a podcast, but I believe in you all to do your own Google searches on that one. Do I like the writing style? Do I relate to the characters? Something I find really difficult is relating to characters that um, are just sort of morally inept. I found Breaking Bad a really difficult watch for the first season. If you give me time to warm in by season three, I was like, well, he had to kill that person. He had to commit all those crimes. Um, <laughs> shows you how fickle I can be. Um, the fourth question is, did it make me feel something? I am a very emotional person. Disgustingly emotional, I would say. So a book needs to make me feel something in order for me to be enthusiastic about it. And most books do make me feel something. Even if the book makes me feel negative things, oftentimes that's on purpose. It's trying to make me feel uncomfortable. Um, so as long as it makes me feel something, I'm happy. And the final question is, would I recommend it? There are so many times when I read a book that ticks all the boxes for me, but I don't know anyone that would actually enjoy it as much. Um, my favourite book... I was going to say of all time, but I think I've read some books this year that have kind of almost knocked it off the top spot. But one of my all-time favourite books is All My Friends Are Superheroes by Andrew Kaufman because it ticks all the boxes for me. However, I know that it's quite a weird, obscure and niche book 
Um, and I know that there's only a very certain portion of people that I know that would appreciate it and be as enthusiastic about it as I am. <laughs> and when I'm enthusiastic about a book, I want to tell everyone about it and I want other people to read it and love it as much as I did. Um, so if I'm able to recommend it to a large portion of people and I am guaranteed sort of a 90% success rate with that group of people, I will give it the star. So there we go. Welcome to the Prattland Pages podcast. Fingers crossed this goes well, but it's lovely to have you nevertheless.